This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Well, it's been a massive weekend and a massive week, to be honest, for the sport of boxing, which I'd say is probably the oldest sport in the world. And yep. it's also been a big week for probably the youngest sport in the world, if you consider it a sport. Yeah. And that's esports or gaming. That's a cool fact. Is boxing the oldest sport in the world? Oh, it's, well, be up there. oh you made it up. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Name me an oldest sport. Oh, running? Uh, I think people were punching each other before they were running yeah, against each maybe. other. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough to uh, defend myself. Let's put a bit of research into it, <laughs> and while we do that, we'll chat about AFL Nines as well. You yep. recruited Joey Montagna, the St Kilda superstar, yes. to your AFL Nines team, which I think you're now the coach of officially. Apparently, uh, and yeah, it's trying you, to win Joey that elusive flag. You you played <laughs> against Craig Hutchinson's team, yeah, who's actually won one, I think. Has he? I don't know. He, he was pretty handy during the week. Oh, well, can you tell us about that a bit later on? And we've we also got some information about the AFL draft. Yes. We weren't on end last week, so we've got something to bring to the table there. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. So that's coming up over the next hour here with Will and MJ on Triple M. This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Will, it's been a massive, massive week for it boxing. It has. Boxing. Boxing, Wilder Fury. Yeah, not is really. Is that what you're referring nah. to? Monday in Horn, the, the, the Battle of the Brisbane... River. No. <laughs> what was that? The River City Rumble. Yeah, that's it. No, I didn't. You're not referring to either of those fights. No, no. Creed 2 came <laughs> out, Will. <laughs> Very good franchise. I saw it on Tuesday night and I loved it. Is Sylvester Stallone in it still? Is oh, he, yeah. He's going around? Oh, he's still going around again. Yeah. He's still going. It's very, very much a Rocky movie, despite the name. He doesn't throw a punch, does he? Surely he doesn't. Oh, he did a lot of Is reading. Is it a spoiler? Of- no, no, he doesn't throw a punch. Okay, good. I don't want to spoil any of the movie, though. Like, yeah. Just go and see it. It's, what you, it's exactly what you want from a Rocky or Creed movie. Because for those who aren't aware, it's a spin-off of Rocky where it's Apollo Creed's son. Yes. Who is the, the protagonist. The protagonist. He's the main character. And Rocky probably has around 20% of screen time. Yep. But, but I, he, he nails it every scene he's in. But he's fighting the son of... of Ivan Drago. Of, uh, what's his name? Dolph Lundgren. Yes. The Swedish Russian. From Rocky Four. That's right. Yeah, so it's a very it's a it's an interesting universe, the Rocky universe. It <laughs> it's is. a lot going on. Well, there's no sign of Mr. T. I was gonna say Clubber Clubber Lang. So I presume Clubber Lang's son yeah. will be in the next creek. <laughs> With that stupid haircut. It has to happen. And, and that's then, not a spoiler alert. Maybe but. maybe in the Rocky universe, Clubber Lang's son is fighting the kid from Rocky Five who was like Rocky's oh, protege. Tommy they, Gunn. Tommy Gunn. They had that street fight. Where they had the street, where the end of the Rocky Five. <laughs> Comfortably the worst Rocky movie ever made. <laughs> I love all the Rocky movies. Yeah, you do. Rocky Five's a bin fire. <laughs> <laughs> it is a shocker. Rocky Five is the Godfather 3. It's like, yeah. it's just the stinker. Just don't, st- t- if you've got the DVD box set, yeah. take Rocky Five out, <laughs> put it, just put it in the bin. Aesthetically, it might not look as nice, you'll your box like, set. You'll you'll like, <laughs> You'll have a gap in your box set. You've got a one centimetre gap. <laughs> At least you'll save the embarrassment <laughs> of actually owning Rocky Five. You'll maintain a high IMDb average. Now, there, was, there was actually a heavyweight championship <laughs> today, Will. In all seriousness, in it all, was a big weekend for boxing. In, in one of the greatest heavyweight battles we've seen in decades. Yeah. Now, but, we've watched it again. In the final round, the 12th mm. round, So uh, Wilder's come in as champion. Yes. And it looked like he was... Back against the ropes, he was in all sorts of trouble for 11 rounds. It looked all over. Fury had his hands up. This is Tyson Fury. At the end of the 11th round, he was almost celebrating that confident that he had the win. Then out of absolutely or seemingly nowhere, 
Wilder landed one of the all-time great one-twos you'll ever see in, yep. in the square circle, and it looked like he was gone, Tyson Fury. Completely knocked out cold. Completely knocked out cold. If it was you or me, we'd still be on the ground since, We'd be straight since to this hospital, afternoon. Straight yeah. to hospital. <laughs> the countdown started. He gets to his feet. Yeah. As soon as he got up, it looked like he hadn't been touched. It was Rocky-esque. It was Rocky-esque. It was like watching the movie. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, it looked like it, he still won it because he, he had the upper hand fury in 11 of the 12 rounds, you'd think. Yeah. Uh, and the judges have called it a split decision with a draw. Controversial. Absolutely controversial. Massively so, controversial. And uh, the, probably the good news, though, for a group of people in particular, yeah. whoever's in charge of promoting that, because we now will probably have Wilder versus Fury 2. At some yeah, stage. suddenly boxing's got its swagger back. It, it was in the wilderness so. for a while it with the so. UFC on the horizon. Yeah. Run me through what happened. I think Rocky Five is to blame for ruining <laughs> boxing. Like as soon <laughs> as that came then. out in the early 90s. Now run me through what happened yeah. with Horn Mundine because I went to make some popcorn and I missed it. <laughs> yeah. There, I didn't see it. It was a minute and a half of to call it boxing. <laughs> Just an old man just gave up. I've seen Zumba classes with more aggression. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Will and MJ on Triple M. Will, a couple of weeks ago we spoke about a potential matchup mm. between the Triple M AFL Nines team yes. and Craig Hutchinson's Croc Media team. Yes, his Croc Media based team, who I think were represented by SEN largely. So mostly SEN represented. I believe. I don't know. So it was the most anticipated Match up last week. Yep. I think it took Horn Mundine easily. Oh, yeah. More people were looking forward to this. Went for longer. Unfortunately for the Triple M team, you lost. Yes. It was just a a home and away game. It was a normal fixture. It wasn't finals time. There's finals in this competition Look, I don't want of your AFL excuse lines. as well. The That's tri- not an excuse. That's just, <laughs> I'm just saying it's not over. At least, at least we win in the ratings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want any excuses, Will. Hutchie actually made a ratings cheap shot as we we're walking over. Because, how, did, how did he have a cheap ratings cheap? Well, because he, he was because um, we had Lee Montagna with us. Yeah. For people who haven't uh, followed the saga on the hot breakfast, mm. uh, we recruited Lee Montagna because we we're missing our best player, uh, Stars. Craig Starsevich's son. Yes. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Starsevich, a nineteen ninety Collingwood Premiership player. How, I was thinking, how anonymous do we keep him? And then you no. <laughs> named him and his father. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it very clear. Anyway, it's not like we're being derogatory. He's a gun yeah, at footy. He is. And so he was out with a foot sprain. So Lee Montagna came in and then Hutchie's... Handy replacement. Yeah. Hutchie's seen Joey and just said, oh, are you are you fair dinkum? You're playing, eh? You're like, oh, right. And he's like, oh, I see you've brought your entire Saturday morning listeners with you. <laughs> it's a bit hey, rough from just Hutchie. Just a DSL cheap shot. Yeah. It's like, okay, mate. Oh, because I think what, Hutchie what? does have a Saturday morning show over there on SEN. What is it? I've no idea what it's called. Yeah, they, they would have one. Yeah. Do you reckon it beats DSL? I don't think No, so. I don't think so. Anyway, we're getting real... <laughs> real picky. We're getting real industry at the yeah. moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we played AFL 9s. It's a, it's a confusing little game. So it's sort of like football and netball mixed together. Is yes, that right? it's a good way. That there's no contact. If the ball hits the ground, it's a turnover. Yeah, girls and guys can both play together. Yes. Girls' goals are worth nine. Guys' yeah. goals are worth six. Oh, is that right? Okay. The jury's out on whether that's sexist or not. No, I think it's a good I, rule. I've heard both opinions. Mm. I think it's a good rule, personally. Mm-hmm. It gets them involved. And is it a fun sport to play, AFL 9? It is. It's mm. very skills-heavy. If you can't hit an eight-meter kick, you're mm. in a lot of trouble. Now, on the hot breakfast during the week, yes. this came up that Triple M did lose. 
Yep. To SEN. Now, it's fair to say that Eddie Maguire wasn't happy at all about it. No. Because <laughs> I told Tom Brown, the the chief football reporter of the Hot Breakfast, that he should mm. come down and report on it as if it's a... Well, you told him, actually. And yeah. I've, we've collaborated with him, and he's done some post-game interviews and stuff, and it was all in good fun. Yeah. And you called Hutchie out for cheating or bending the rules. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll <laughs> go into that in a bit. On the Hot Breakfast. And then Tom, I think, said that you were the coach of the team. I think I've been thrown under the bus. I've been completely attributed with the team. I've played three games out of eight. I'm, I'm barely involved. Let's have a list how it unfolded. Well, so you snooze, you lose, I reckon. What was going on Triple M? What yeah. is this? A benevolent oh. society? It's a, it's a game. Hutchie's no. gaming them. He stooged them. He won. He takes it no. home. He points at the premiership on the on the mantelpiece. Mm. We, we I, I'm going to have to pull it. Oh, we, you mate, and I, we're going to have to mate, pull them in, I think. Big time. We sound a bit like the Australian cricket team at the moment, yeah. Triple M, AFL 9. So yeah. I, I want to sack Who's the coach? He's gone. Oh, well, uh, Will, Will Ralston, I think. He's gone. Well, Ralston's gone. Go, yeah, I've actually been looking out. for a reason to get rid of Will because it's confusing around the office yeah. when people yeah. call out his yeah. name. Like Will Will yeah. That's right. He's gone. <laughs> now, let me clear something up. Tom Brown, I'm not coach of this team. I've barely played. I haven't organized payments. I don't organize who's playing week to week. I don't sort out the bibs. And he's only named me because I'm the only person in the office he knows. It's the only name on the top of his Will, head that he can pull out. You're the, stop looking for excuses. You're the coach of the team. Yeah. Sometimes leaders just emerge from the pack and it's clear that you're the coach of this team. Yeah, lead us into an ad break then, you smack. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. It's been on the shelf for a while, MJ. Serious news. It's back with a vengeance tonight, I guess. With <laughs> a vengeance. You don't know the topic. No, I know, but you've got a glint in your eye. I can yeah, tell you, you always refer, refer to the glint in my eye. Mm. Um, so it's, it's serious this time. So this is the part of the show where we don't talk about sport or Rocky or uh, midweek social sport. No, we try and bring some real, you know, look at the world of a current affairs. Yes. And see if there's any lessons that can be learnt over the events of the week. Because there's a hole in the market, MJ, because on mm. Channel 7 and 9, there's a current, uh, there's uh, 60 Minutes mm. and Sunday Night, yeah. and we're the radio version of that, yeah. four minutes a week. Mm. Southwest Airlines apologises for mocking four-year-old girl. Really? Yeah. I presume this is a story out of the United States of America? Yes, it is. It's a US airline. Mm. Um, Tracy Redford mm. claimed that her daughter were boarding a flight when gate agents started making fun of her name. Oh. You might have seen this in the news at some point, but her name was spelt A-B-C-D-E, pronounced Absidy. So the first, it's just the first five letters of the alphabet. It is. It's like when you're asked to make up a password mm. and you just type in A-B-C-D. <laughs> yeah, just one, two, three, four. If a name yeah. had one, two, three, four exclamation mark. Yeah. <laughs> it would baby names go. That is about as lazy as you can get. <laughs> I think just going with baby is... <laughs> I once heard a comedian tell a joke. I have no idea who told this. <laughs> they said that they had the laziest friend in the world. Yeah. Because he went round to his friend's place. And uh, I have no idea whose material this is, by the way. But you're but, stealing but I'm stealing it. Um, the golden rule of comedy. <laughs> I don't know who said it. It was definitely a comedian. At least you're attributing yeah. it to someone else. <laughs> someone else. He went round to his mate's place who had a baby naming book on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. And he said, my mate must be the laziest person in the world because his son's name's Aaron. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's got he's got to page one of the baby naming book. It's not book. bad. Absidy would be the next Absidy name after the, that, I would imagine. be the next laziest name. 
So Absidy. It's not really Absidy. It's A B C D E. No, but it's it's pronounced Absidy. Yeah. Okay. Because you can see how the C, the D, and the E would mm. if you had to blend them together. So, okay. It, when you look at see the I've gone holding the boarding pass up for you. It looks yeah. like a it looks like a default sort of typo. Yeah, it it's like, like they've left the column blank and yeah, that's or, just what it spits out. Yeah, like a lazy check-in person just couldn't be stuffed typing the name. Yeah, <laughs> just so who cares, young <laughs> Redford. And so his, uh, her mum, mm. it's a female name, Absidy, by the way. It is, okay. Um, she claimed that the agents were making fun and here's what she said. I'm just going to play this out of my phone. I don't yeah. think the, the listeners will mind. Eight agents started mocking my child's name, laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, um, talking to other employees. So I turned around and just said, like, hey, I can hear you. So if I can hear you, my daughter can too. Like, I'd appreciate if you just stopped. Yeah, unfortunately for Tracy, that's, uh, if, if you name your daughter Absidy, you've really got to roll with the punches. <laughs> so sometimes, look, there are a few lessons to be learned from this. Yep. Don't call your kid A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> Unfortunately, if, if we can call it Absidy, your daughter can hear that too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're naming your daughter Absidy, surely that's just some sort of lesson in resilience, like a boy named Sue, the Johnny Cash song. Yeah. How his dad knew that he wasn't going to be around, so he named his son Sue so that he'd learn how to... Yeah. Or yeah. The, the other thing, the positive thing about naming your kid A, B, C, D, E yeah. is the first two things you normally learn as a kid is how to spell your own name yep. and the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. So she saved time on lessons. One, two punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's got merit. I'll give her that. But if your daughter's named Absidy, mm. I just think you've got to be a bit less of a whinger. You do. You do. The, the worst name I've ever heard. Yeah. It was L-A hyphen A pronounced Ladasha. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. This is Will and MJ. And MJ, mm. Thursday morning, let me take you back. We're in the office here and I've just been scrolling through my Twitter feed and I noticed something massive that hadn't been addressed in the media. Some huge footy news. Huge footy news. And it was just tweeted out by the SNN account that their entire eSports team had been delisted. So you came and grabbed me? <laughs> I, was, I was rattled. Yeah. <laughs> you like, you grabbed like finding out the president had died. You grabbed Tom Brown? <laughs> yep. The uh, chief football reporter of the Hot Breakfast. Yep. And you, we, ju you just finished the Hot Breakfast mm. yourselves. So we rushed into the studio to dissect exactly what unfolded out at Windy Hill. Is it Windy Hill anymore? No, I think it's uh, the airport, Tullamarie. At the airport. <laughs> Guys, just for some context, usually clubs release bad news at 5.30 on a Friday night. This came out at 4.30 on the Essendon website on a Thursday afternoon. The Bombers signalling their seriousness about eSports. In a massively surprising announcement, which can only be described as a bombshell, they've revealed they've decided not to renew the contracts of their entire eSports <laughs> team. The group shot to prominence on Friday night footy. BT, Brian Taylor, interviewing the team on Roaming Brian. Yep. And this is yep. the clincher. This is the key bit of their statement with the 2018 season officially at its end. According to Essendon in their statement, mm. we have taken time to reflect on the 2018 season and evaluate our processes, support structure and roster <laughs> moving forward. The roster being the operative word there. It is through these evaluations that we have come to an incredibly tough decision not to renew the contracts of any of our 2018 starting roster. Today, today we officially say goodbye, and I know MJ loves these names too, Christian Sleeping Tien Su. Sebastian Seb de Sigli, and we apologise if the pronunciation of these names is incorrect. We're just going with the uh, release. Carlo Luch La Civita, Alan Tiger Roger, and Andrew Rosie Rose. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank all the players for their service to the organisation. But uh, after a bit of a difficult season where they uh, had a tough start and then recovered, I think, to make the playoffs, they've made some very tough decisions. Yep. The club's so serious about esports that they've sent Justin Rodsky, who these days is one of the heads of their operations, including media 
out at Essendon, not just media, he's uh, one of the head honchos. They recently sent him to South Korea to investigate esports. He's obviously uh, been on a bit of a recruiting mission. So just to be clear, they're not abandoning their esports program. No, no. they they have sacked everyone in the team. <laughs> they have sacked because to everyone clean in, out to clean the mass clean out. It's like an AFL club, as yeah. Will pointed out, sacking forty two players, sacking forty players, starting again. Correct. Just culturally, I think things were wrong down there at the hangar. So down, I, the, o- Tullamarine. the only time I've ever seen anything like this is in the movie uh, with Keanu Reeves, The Replacements. Oh, yeah, exactly. Where the, yeah, whole t- yeah. the whole team were on strike, <laughs> so they have to bring in a new team. So they've cleared out their entire roster of eSports player, <laughs> yep. players to start again. And they've just got a Razio Fantasia on the Nintendo 64 at the moment. It's That's a e- rabble. Extraordinary. <laughs> There's a bit of a pointer, though, in the release of some concerns about the eSports uh, team here. When after split... <laughs> One, obviously, splits around in esports. That so must mm. be like a round or a sort of, you know, that must be how it works. Week by week, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Week by week, they said this positive response and dedication shown by the players made it clear to the organisation that better results could be achieved with the same players. That was after split one to split two. Yeah. But obviously, after the most recent <laughs> split, they decided that the uh, <laughs> positive results couldn't be achieved with the same players, and they decided to go in, uh, in a different direction, which. In all seriousness, it's not good for these poor young blokes, oh, but it's no. a pretty massive decision. In, in terms of scandals. <laughs> and it's such a serious release. Mm. In terms of scandals and the Essendon Football Club, this would have to be right up there. Oh, I think it's, yeah, I don't think you get much bigger. The, I mean, their, their eSports careers are at a real crossroads at the oh, moment. They've usually got soul searching. Fi- yeah. Usually what you find in these serious announcements from footy clubs is a uh, statement from the general manager of footy, just uh, pointing out the fact that, uh, you know, the likes of Daniel Menzel has been a great servant for the Geelong Football Club. We wish him the best for his future. Yep. He's been a magnificent contributor to the fabric of the soul of the club. Well, it actually includes the statement here, the head of eSports, Nathan Matthews, discussing each player's departure below. I, I shouldn't laugh, but it does discuss each player's departure below with like four or five pars on their contribution. This so, is their livelihood, Tom Brown. And they've been given the ass because they're no good. Actually, I've just got some more breaking news. The five of them have just been signed to the Gold Coast. So <laughs> that's good news for them. Oh, it all worked out. <laughs> this is Will and MJ on Triple M. This is Will and MJ on Triple M. And MJ, yep. our show is generally AFL focused. It is. So it becomes tough sometimes, yep. especially this time of year when there isn't too much board around, to deliver the primetime content that we're used to. Yeah, we're right in that limbo period, pre-cricket. Mm. We can't even talk Big Bash. No. I mean, Women's Big Bash started today, but I, I missed most of that. Yeah, I didn't see much of it either, unfortunately. Uh, so we spoke about Essendon's eSports team. That's mm. not really footy. Not really footy. No. Mm. So we were, we gave ourselves the challenge of trying to find a footy story during the last break. Yep. Well, I've got one. Yeah? Yeah. Have you got one? Yeah. I've, Chris Judd went to a Lakers game. There's a photo of him with LeBron <laughs> just in the crowd. Just in the crowd. <laughs> Has he spoken about the Lakers game? No. It's, uh, that's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah, what, okay. what have you got? Nathan Buckley just got back from Italy. Oh, yeah? Good night, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday at 10 p.m. Download the podcast. Follow us on Facebook. He got back from Italy, Will. Yeah, I know. He's doing a coaching course over there, <laughs> I, think. I assume that's what happened. Some spaghetti. Good night, everybody. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.